Welcome to the Marrow Report. The Marrow Report is recorded in front of a live virtual audience on the Duck Pond. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, live. Mallard.com. M-A-L-L-I-A-R-D.com. One more thing before we start. Let me turn it over to my friend that you may know from Ancient Aliens and the Curse of Oak Island and many other things. Robert Clotworthy. On the Malliard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the hosts and guests, and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcasts, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. On the Malliard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the show are solely those of the hosts and guests, and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcast, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. Welcome everybody into the Malliard Report this evening. My guest is a familiar voice to the program, but isn't necessarily a familiar voice to the program. Is that a fair statement, Chris? I, I would say that's a, a pretty fair statement. If you read the podcast notes, you may know you you know this you know this name. I mean, you know the guy, you know his work because fortunately for you, I'm not the one who uh, types up the notes. It's Chris here who does all that wonderful <laughs> work. Because if I was in charge of the show notes, you probably wouldn't have any. Chris, Chris Olson, and oh, let's mention the band Inheritance because. He won't, he's paying me good money to do that tonight. Chris, how are you doing? I am doing well, sir. How are you doing today, Jim? Well, I've got first world problems. It was 85 degrees here in western Pennsylvania today, so, you know, I'm a little warm. Oh, that is toasty. And you guys are humid, too, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I, I like complaining to you because, you know, it was probably 85 and you probably went surfing and all this other fun stuff today. No, we uh, we are in a triple-digit kick right now. It was about 102. To today, I guess over the past weekend, I was in Colorado, which Colorado was fantastic the last couple of days. But uh, I guess it's been about 105, 106 out here, so it's like I, I can't get away from Arizona heat. I was gonna say you, you just keep bringing it around. Take it to Alaska. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels like it's been pushed out to the you know to the UK right now. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen some. Well, we've got some former guests over that way, but. Uh, have been posted about the heat, and I'm like, boy, that's crazy for them because they're normally they don't have a lot of air conditioning and all that other stuff. So, right, well, that's what, there's even places out here. I don't know how they do it, like especially in our heat wave. That um, I mean, they're more coastal. You get more breezes, yada yada yada. But still, you know, no AC during this. I, you know, a fan can only do so much for you. Oh, that's true. Fans blow though. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the band inheritance. Where did that? When did that start? And where did that come from? I mean, I've I've known you I've known you for a while, and this is a newer project. I mean, you've always played music since I've known you, and that's been a while. So, yeah, it, it, no, it really is a it's a newer project. Uh, it started, I guess. It's funny how it started. It was around, I want to actually say it was like the day before Thanksgiving, right around that time frame. Uh, some good friends of mine, we all you know do different stuff together and just kind of hang out, and we were just talking. We're like, hey, let's just get together, let's just jam. So we went over to a friend's house, and it was three of us, and just started messing around and goofing around and we came up with kind of the main guitar hook in that in that song and you know the song that we put out the single the one single and um it just stuck we're like hey this is this is awesome we try to run try to run with this as best we can and pulled a few other guys into the mix you know into drums and other guitar players and before you know it we were laying down tracks in the studio and we're just like hey this is really cool let's actually uh let's do something with this and it literally was just a it started out a couple of us that know each other and let's see what happens and here we are it's wild though i mean i mean it i mean it's amazing how you've kind of taken it and it's started its own life and you had no intentions of doing it that way yeah it really was literally just we were killing time on a i want to i literally think it was like the night before thanksgiving to be honest with you <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's 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 how it happened. Um, I you know I've been very fortunate to be surrounded with some very talented you know musicians, and of course all these guys are good friends of mine and stuff like that. But you know they're just it it's awesome to play with them, and you know some amazing talent, and I love it, absolutely love it. And hopefully there'll be some more stuff coming soon. Uh, we had to kind of put everything on a little bit of a hiatus just because we you know life came hard and fast, and then you know how like Christmas time and all that kind of stuff you know comes along. And then we, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, we're old dudes. We're not out to like go tour and be rock stars or anything like that. We have jobs and families and, you know, <laughs> you know, things like that. So, um, it, you know, the July came hard and fast and like our, our vocalist, his, his wife had some health issues. They're, they're finally kind of coming out of the woods now on that. So, um, expect stuff soon. That's what I'll say. But we could, I mean, you, we, 
you, as you, I'm speaking as your manager now, listen to this, this we, <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll just get my cut out of the way right now. It's 45%. Hey. Oh. Fair enough. Seems about right these days. It's better than, uh, what, uh, uh, oh, geez, what's the streaming for Spotify pays, so. Yeah. So, I, I, but you know, you can do digital stuff and still have kind of a good run doing digital stuff and have a semi-successful run with music now. Oh, that, I mean, that's our, that's our entire purpose. You know, when we kind of kick this project off the ground, that's what we're all like, we're all on the same boat. It's like, well, none of us are really in the mindset that we want to go tour or anything like that. We're all past that, but we just want to put music out there that we like playing and that we like, and that's literally what we're doing. We're just like, you know, we've, we've thrown it on all the, all the streaming platforms. So, you know, for those of you out there, we'll, and I'm sure we'll go down the run, you know, do the typical rundown at the end of the show here. But, um, yeah, you know, we put it all out there, and that's just what we're going to do. We're just going to put music out there to put it out there because we like writing music that we like, and if you like it, then you don't do, and if not, you don't. So. <laughs> if you do like it, you don't. That's good. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, here, here's the fun thing, though. Like, you're actually playing music, right? Because there's so many people out there creating music on the old MacBook or whatever and adding a little guitar here and a little drums here that are all digital and synthesized and they're missing out on the um, the comp- the community that you're building with your musician friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, but you know, kind of in that same vein, which is actually we still laugh about it. Um, you know, this this whole track that we you know we put together and stuff like that. We have actually only played that uh, you know our main song, the one you know, like I said, the one that we have out there. We've only actually played that together as a full band. T- one time at in one session you know, like the whole recording session all that was literally two or three of us together writing a part you know sending it off you know put it in a dropbox here sending out and then you know we'd meet in the studio all you know a couple of us that lay down the track lay down the track like we never all came together to to write it which is just it, it's, it just shows the incredible you know leaps and bounds that you know the recording industry has now even compared to like way back when when I used to do it we all have to, where you'd all have to you know pile into the studio together and record live tracks and you know all this type of stuff so it, I think it's cool you know that we we laugh about it it's like oh yeah we've only played it together once you know <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be funny if it blew up and then you you know like some car- company started throwing a whole bunch of money and when you go out on the road and you guys like don't know the words or how to play it or oh. <laughs> <laughs> You get walk in the studio and kind of look at each other like, yeah, sure, we got this. Uh, no, but I, I, I was watching some. I've been watching these Tubi documentaries, you know, late at night. Oh uh, yeah, because you can get you can stumble into all kinds of weird stuff, and then you wake up in the middle of the night, have no idea what you're watching, but mine always goes aliens because you know that's <laughs> you know <laughs> that's where it ends up. But I was watching this one music one, and the, the, the guy was sitting there with the, the old tape, and he's like, "Yeah, you just cut it and you cut it, and then you put it back together and." T- put a piece of scotch tape around it and run it through the machine again. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, if you mess that up, <laughs> you messed yeah. it up. I mean, it was funny in that, in that same vein, which I've seen one of my absolute favorite movies. I don't know if anybody else out there is a fan of it or not. It's the movie baby driver. I don't know if anybody has seen that, or if you've seen that absolutely fantastic movie. But, um, one of the things that it uses is like one of the, I don't know if you remember, like I remember in school, there were like those cards with the magnetic strip and then you'd run it through like the tape deck and then you could record, you know, little phrases or what have you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Use them for like different, uh, phonics and vocabulary, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the, those things are now in such high demand for like the lo-fi music crowd, you know, the lo-fi <laughs> indie electronic stuff. You, you can find those, uh, magnetic tape things for like five and six hundred dollars on ebay when you know they used to be like all over your classroom it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> couldn't give it away at some point now everybody wants it which which is true for a lot of that old tech radio radio looks like a i'll answer uh, uh germantown runner's question here uh one instrument to play i am a bassist uh playing bass for a really long time do i sing only when nobody's around um <laughs> in the shower i think is the correct answer uh, even then, that's questionable. I'd say in the cars with the doors locked, windows up, and nobody else is around. So, <laughs> does it happen in California? You can get gone. I mean, like you know, West Pennsylvania, I can hit the road and and get gone, right? Does that ha- does that happen in California? Uh, two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> out on like the ninety one, way out in the Inland Empire somewhere. So, <laughs> every time I, I picture California, I picture five wide sitting on the four. What is that? Four o five. 
Uh, yeah, the 405, the 55, most of the 91. Uh, you pick it, it's going to be crowded. <laughs> Which is horrible, because I, I was on our interstate today, and you know I'm, I'm complaining because it's only two lanes, and the guy in the fast lane's going 75, which was five over, and I'm like, come on, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for, Christmas? <laughs> what a... A fun, one of my favorite stories of that, I uh, couple, about, I guess a couple of years ago now, I was I, I unfortunately witnessed an accident that happened uh, with a motorcyclist. Everybody was okay. I mean, he wasn't, he was banged up, but he, you know, he walked away from the accident or whatever. And the cops later called me to, you know, get my report on the story. And I remember him making the comment. He was like, okay, so tell me where you were headed and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, about 15 to 20 you know, the 55 going home and he was like, he goes, you're doing about 15 to 20 at, you know, five 30 in the afternoon on the 55. He's like, dang dude, you were moving. <laughs> just like, I know. Right. <laughs> Haul on the mail. Um, Brian Bowden wants to know, do you have any music videos? Uh, we do. It's not, um, I guess it's not like of us or anything like that. We put just kind of like a, a visuals with the lyrics up there on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. YouTube. What's that? Uh, you know, I've heard of it. I think it might be something like Netflix, maybe. I, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm, you know, these kids these days. I know kids these days is just it's fascinating to me. Actually, you know, I was in a Twitter pod, well, Twitter podcast space. It's one of those spaces. I don't, I don't know how I got sucked into this mess, but uh, well, actually, Jeff from uh, Podcast Father will be on next week, and he's the oh, host nice. of this thing. So uh, I guess we, sh- I should probably mention that, but. Uh, he had a guy on from Edison Research last night. We were talking to him, and uh, he was saying about how two thirds of, of Americans sorry to discriminate, you know, because this is where the information's from. Though two thirds of Americans listen to spoken word audio, okay, which is okay. audiobooks, podcasts, talk radio, you know, anything that's spoken word, right? Uh, and of that last third, half of it listen to music only, and the other half of that third don't listen to anything at all or it's wrong with those people yeah that's what i I, when i heard that i went what what i mean what kind of i mean that 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 group right there that doesn't listen to anything needs looked into like what 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 goes on in your car when you're working like just the squeaking of the hamster on the wheel in your head like (laughs) i mean I, i would be insane like you leave me alone for too much time with driving either like on my mower like if I'm on my mower for more than 15 minutes without my headphones on, like, I'm coming off with like, all these things, all these just crazy ideas, like, legitimately crazy ideas. Oh, totally. I, I live in my headphones daily. Like, yeah. a few times I do have them off. I'm usually, like, either talking to my wife or, you know, one of the kids or something like that. I, I, I live in my headphones. Like, it's, it's bad. Uh, let's see. see. I'm looking at the chat here, too. I've got it open, so... <laughs> What do I do for my day job? What the heck do I do besides repairing cuckoo clocks? Well, I mean, that's it. I repair cuckoo clocks. No. Um, let's see. How he writes show notes for me, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Jim's task boy all the time. Um, <laughs> let's see. How do I describe it? It's it's very interesting. It's, it's interesting. I, I, it's interesting. Yeah, I send you stuff all the time, yeah. Jim, and you're like, hey, that was fun. Um, you know, more or less, I'm in the training and development fields. Uh, I work for a, um, and I think I saw somebody that was here from San Bernardino, so they'll probably know. <clears throat> I uh, work for a restaurant company called The Habit uh, Burger Grill. I am the training content manager, and I develop all of their training curriculum, anywhere from you know shooting photos and videos, editing videos, uh, to you know building simple word docs of how to do this or how to do that and you know the content ranges anywhere from you know management level type stuff to welcome to the company videos to how to build the newest and latest burger that we're about to push out um so you know it's it's one of those it's one of those jobs that not a lot of people think about but like you know the last time that you ever it was you know you sat in an orientation you got all those like fun training videos or you know you have to read through the new update content the person that makes that is me so we know who to blame though, but I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. He does send he does send me some random stuff, but there are times he'll send me pictures of hamburgers that just look delicious. <laughs> yeah, I got to brag about this. Like, there's there's a new one coming out that's uh it's it's for your bacon fans out there, man. I was I was in heaven. <laughs> You're the reason that we hate hamburger pictures because they look so good, and then we get it from the restaurant and it never looks as good. That's hey, true. that's 
that's one thing I will say that, that that we really try to do for as a company is we always try we call it picture perfect and we try to push that out all the time. So I'll, I'll shamelessly pitch my company uh, all day long here. <laughs> no, it's good though. Um, or like there was something else I was going to say, and I just totally left my mind because I was reading the chat, and that's always bad when I'm trying to do two things at once. Oh, I'm sorry, every I'm sorry, MLK, that I moved the chat room. It's back at live instead of on the homepage. <laughs> like, Kat, stop moving stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I could say the word uh, the word that she typed. So I'll, I'll, oh, I'll you, could, to... you could say it. <laughs> I'll try to. I'll try to stay nice. <laughs> it, it, well, okay. So let's talk about this for a second for for the people who aren't who haven't been to the website in a while. Of course, Chris, you you probably you have well you you noticed it was down the other day because I was. What did I send to you? Ducking around and finding out. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was like, where's this episode? Where's that episode? Your merch shop isn't working. Yeah. What's going on, Jim? <laughs> so I was updating a whole bunch of stuff, and it will look a lot better than it does right now. I mean, the homepage will be. I haven't finished it. But I got the categories kind of broke out. So they're paranormal, conspiracy, spiritual, true crime. I got some authors, some famous people. So some of these people I just don't know where to put. And then I have all uh, the call-in shows together, which means I've also looped, grouped all the prediction shows together. I've got other podcasters and radio show hosts like George Norrie, so I put him as a talker. And political guests, you know, all the fun political stuff that we've done for the years. So they're kind of categorized now for people out there who want to do the deep dive into whichever niche they fall into. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm trying to figure out where I'm putting you. Oh, in the random, in the random category, I don't have I a guess. random ca- category, so I'll have to put you in the... Um, Famous? Is Chris famous, folks? I, yeah, I think so. I okay, think that, that's, we'll a good that's a good one. Oh, man, there's all kinds of fun questions coming in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, see, see what happens when I take a minute to just talk about stuff nobody wants to talk about. They steer us right back on track. <laughs> tell us something that most people might not know about me but might find interesting. Um, when I was in high school, I knew how to drive a Zamboni. That's always a fun one. That is a fun uh, one. For my Cana- Canadian listeners, they love that. Yeah, shout out to uh, all your all our friends up north. Cat, uh, see, and Captain Canada. Well, Captain Canada's not in the chat room tonight, so he doesn't get a shout out. Strike any paranormal? Oh, cat. Yes, I do. That's actually kind of how I think Jim and I got started. Um, I also like to dabble in. I love ITC. That's uh, one of my favorite things with uh, with paranormal. I've thrown Especially, up a few videos. When you said dabble, I thought you were going to go to witchcraft there for a minute, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know I, I do that too. Um, but no, I, I love ITC. Uh, I love going to uh, haunted locations. I've had the uh, you know the fortunate experience to go to some of the like some of the really cool, really cool ones, and done um, you know like some ITC stuff. I've I've thrown it up. I've got a YouTube channel that has all of like five viewers, and I just put videos up there so I can like of stuff that I do. So like my family is like I'm like hey cool, I went to this cool place and I, I got some cool spirit box stuff. Um, like I've been to the Queen Mary, I've been to the Maritime Museum in oh gosh somewhere I don't remember where it is in Florida, but my parents took me there and it was a lot of fun. Got some really good stuff. I've done the uh, the gallows there in Tombstone. Um, so yeah, I've got some really cool stuff. Actually, one of my favorite pieces. I'm just going off on random tangents here. Yeah, that's fine. It's all kind of I in have, that same that same vein. So we're done yeah. pretty well for a change. It's my episode, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have to clean it up later when you write about it, so that's all. Hey, you know, <laughs> right? But one of my favorite, um, they're not. I, what do you call when you run a spear box? I wouldn't say it's an EVP, but I guess it, you. Well, that's what you're trying to get, right? You're trying to yeah. get an EVP out of it because you're trying to ask the question and then get the answer, right? Via, via the ghost box. So, but one of my favorite catches that I got from that was I was in I was in Tombstone. I was at the gallows. And I, I literally got one that just says, are we in jail? And I was like, and it's so clear. And it's so like just broad daylight clear. And it's so awesome. And, uh, that's one of my favorite pieces. And yeah. Um, and yeah, I've had a lot of like different experiences, uh, you know, at those locations I've had my camera bag grabbed. I've heard like banging on glass windows. Uh, that was at the, uh, in Riverside, there's the aviation museum, which, um, you know, a popular television show has done episodes there. And I was walking through one of the... Wait, there's a popular television show about paranormal stuff? I know. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought this would have gone mainstream? But uh, I was walking through there, and I've actually got it on, on on film where you can hear like somebody banging on one of the glass, and I was like the only um, one person in the room. Have I ever been goosed by a ghost? Not yeah, well, goosed, yeah. well, but it grabbed my... As I say, I played it for camera bags, so we'll count that, because it, it's from a Canadian, so it's kind of all weird. 
There you go. Yeah. Because yeah, I had my I had my camera bag slung around my back, and the opening was towards my butt. So I guess yeah, the. Well, uh, wait, 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 wait. So you mentioned camera bag. We're we're, go- we're gonna delve into a little bit of your other interest here for a minute because this is where the lines cross back the other direction. You take a lot of pictures. Yes. So help me out here. How should people be photograph photographing? Taking photography. <laughs> I just made up a word. I, I, kind of, I love it. I, I was thinking about, you know, the act of taking paranormal pictures. Because uh, I, well, you're familiar with orbs, right? And how yeah. how flaky of an experience that is. That's a bad pun. Yeah. So how can people get better at, at the art of taking pictures in hopes of paranormal? There we go. Paranormal pictures. That's a or, or maybe maybe eliminating the normal from their pictures, uh, like lens flare and well, I mean if, if they're doing it at night, there's not necessarily the sun in the way, but you know what I'm saying. Right, uh, you know what that one is simple is like I don't know, stop rustling stuff so you're not kicking up a bunch of dust. You know that's that's my biggest one. You know, maintain your light sources, know where your light sources are coming from. Um, yeah, I mean for paranormal photography that's what i would say is just stop moving around so much keep still tripods are wonderful things it's a a beautiful invention for photography (laughs) what that's offensive i know the shaky-handed people everywhere right but then for normal photography you know my my best advice is just keep shooting that's you know you don't you don't get better by not doing it (laughs) okay well okay so Oh, well, anyways, we'll get back to that one in a minute because we're deep in the photography right now. How often do you take pictures of your real camera still? Or are you still more on the phone? Or are you 50 50 uh, or where are you at? Uh, I prefer camera. I know I will forever die on that hill. Um, actually, well, mine's sitting sitting right next to me because I'm packing because I have to go on a shoot stupid early tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, you, not the, they can see it, but yeah, this is right now here. It's my, my Canon uh, 6D Mark II. Absolutely love, 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 love this camera. Um, fantastic camera. But, you know, I, I also shoot mobile stuff, too, because, you know, the, the the capabilities of what some of these phones can do are, are fantastic. But I'm just, I'm a very tactile individual. I want, I want the, you know, I want the camera. I want the experience. And I love being able to easily edit photos instead of having to take it off a phone and try to work the phone because nobody likes to use USB-C. It's all proprietary crap and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> does he does he use film? Um, I haven't in a really long time, and I know I'm going to sound like total hipster obnoxious, but I really want to start getting into Polaroids. Um, I kind of started looking at like those old school, like the really old 1950s Polaroid cameras, 1960s Polaroid cameras, and I really want one. Um, I know it's super cliche and obnoxious, but I kind of want to start diving into that territory. Well, my daughter got one of those newer ones, the fun shows. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They, they sold at Walmart for a while. Yeah, it was, it was fun to stand there, see her stand there and shake it and hope it turned out. And I, mean, I think that's why it's, I think it's so fun because it's like it's not where you can you know shoot a hundred times like oh I don't like any of these I can toss these out and I've got this one. It's like you really got to make that one count. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, you're kind of like oh pain point because you know it's like what was it seventy four cents a frame or something like that? Or, yeah, it's, right. It's like, or uh, even you know, way back when when you drop off your rolls at the you know at your Walgreens or wherever often you ship them to, and you know maybe your one hour one you you get that that envelope back and you're looking through going, well that one sucks. That one yeah, sucks. cut the guy's head off. Sucks. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, Germantown runner wanted me to ask you where to go. About the uh, impacted by the traffic of the recent trucker protest in uh, Long Beach or L.A. Uh, I haven't personally seen it, um, but I also stay out of L.A. because I hate going into L.A. So that's just my personal preference. I don't go there unless I absolutely have to. So, Oh, come on. <laughs> so we're going to circle back now for a second because we kind of kind of niched us down there for a second on cameras. Let's go back to California though, and, and okay. paranormal stuff. You mentioned the uh, river, uh, river, Riverside River. What'd you call it? The river, oh yeah. yeah, the Riverside Aviation Museum. Yeah, okay. And um, well, tombstones in Arizona. So I guess we're yep. going out west. I guess more so. Where else do you want to go? Um, 
You know, honestly, my bucket list more than anything is uh, out in your neck of the woods, man. I would love to be able to go to Gettysburg and spend some time out there um, for sure. You know, Gettysburg, the Philadelphia, you know, some of the New York area. Uh, I know, again, another cliche thing, but I want to see Penn State or, or uh, not Pennhurst, not Penn State. Yeah, I was going to say, what's at Penn State <laughs> that I'm missing out on? <laughs> Their football program's great. No. Um, no, I want to go to Pennhurst. Sorry, I'd love to see like Pennhurst and you know Eastern State Penitentiary and all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah, well, I, you know where I want to go though. It's the uh, well besides the White House, but I don't think they'll ever give me full access. So, I mean, maybe I should. Uh, you know, we well, I've still got what forty years until I can run for president because you have to be over seventy to do that. So, uh. and even then, that's uh, you know I feel like it's you still have too much mental. Yeah. Well, maybe by no, then I'm, st- I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Maybe, I'm stopping. maybe, maybe by then I won't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, well, you, you you ran the rules with me before we jumped on, so I'm going to play by the rules. <laughs> but either way, but I, I think Alcatraz would be fascinating. Just that the, the whole the whole prison thing. I mean, it's like the only prison I'm interested in. I don't know. I mean, yeah. just because it's on an island and it seems so different than every other one, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, that uh, definitely would be one. To, uh, I'd, li- I'd like to see that one too, for sure. I've, I haven't made it up up that direction, so I haven't really had the opportunity to go up there. Well, you will one of these days. Yeah, I think so. Let's see what what's we got. the deal with all the recent shark attacks of swimmers and surfers around the world? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I did just see recently that like they shut down a. Um, a, a big chunk of Huntington Beach because there was a couple of shark spottings out there. Sorry, I just hit my mic like an idiot. Um, <laughs> it happens to uh, the best of us. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, but then there there was a video down um, oh gosh, where was it? Was it La Jolla? Where some stupid tourists were trying to take pictures and harassing the um, the sea lions, and the sea lions basically chased everybody off the beach, which I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious to watch these two big giant sea lions and just these people scattering off the beach, so but uh, yeah, the, the shark attack things are a little scary. Um, I, I can. Chris, Chris is using the Blue Yeti, which is, I used for years, which is a great mic. Um, cat asked that; it's a good mic. Oh, okay. We'll ask Sherman Tom Runner's question here. Uh, Ouija boards. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, you know that's. We, you know my answer about that. You've listened to the show before, so what's your ears? You know, I. You can agree with me. Come on, it'd be awesome. You know, I think anything, you know, a, a pen and a paper could honestly be a means of communication. It all depends, I think, on your intent and what you're, you know, what you're really trying to get out of it. But it's really hard to take anything serious that's made by Parker Brothers. And that's just, that's why it always opinion, wasn't, so. though. I mean, it was made by other people at one point. Uh, you know, I know, but. I mean, they I mean kinda, people get. They kind of capitalized get, on it. They did, and I mean, people could argue, and I've heard that argument before, that, you know, Spirit Box is just a modern-day version of the Ouija board, but, you know, there's that human element that's involved with it that I, 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 I I can't take. I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy too much into, into them. I know. It's, it's something, though. There's something to it. I don't know what it is, either. But, I guess we'll find out. Well, that's why I keep doing these, um, (laughs) <laughs> 18 to vote by 8 years to summon demons with the Ouija <laughs> you can do it younger than that I'm pretty sure oh wait oh, that'll get us in trouble too right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we kind of danced around this not you when did you when did you I mean I think you started you were a higher sides uh, chats fan you still probably are of Greg uh, Carlwood. Yes. He was on the show, and then you started coming around because I had him on as a guest. Oh, there we go. See, who is your favorite guest of the show? So we're, we're right there, Germantown. See, look, look at this. I almost read your mind. Um, so I'm sure that's kind of where we got connected or somewhere in that era. So that was quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, so, so you've been, you've been for it with me, right? We've kind of rode the whole rodeo from paranormal to wide open the mainstream and even to some of that politics stuff and kind of coming back around now. So where do you prefer we, where do you, where do you, what kind of type of guests do you like to listen to? Yeah, that's a really hard question. Um, because there, you know, I do have, 
you know, some of the ones that I, I, you know, I really pushed for you to get and you did, which was awesome. You know, like, you know, Gordo's was always one of my favorites just cause he is just a crack up. He's absolutely hilarious. Um, you know, playing by the rules here. Uh, there was a particular individual that is tied to events that is larger than life in some ways more than others. He was a great guest just because of the clout that you were able to pull in with him. I just thought it was really entertaining. Um, George Norrie. I mean, what, you know, what an achievement to land somebody like that. Um, yeah. Okay. okay, But now you're not kissing. Now tell me what you really like to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm going to start coughing now because you made me laugh. (laughs) Put him on the spot. Um, Oh gosh, that's hard because, you know, the paranormal ones are always a lot of fun because that's just, you know, we're sticking to, you know, we're going old school because that's what, you know, that's what, that's what the Mallory report was, you know, kind of started on and you know, brought me to it. But then, you know, you've got people like Chef Gruel who was just awesome and a totally different guest from what you would normally have. And he's fantastic. And I've, you know, I've been able to communicate with him a few times, you know, off of this and, and because of the show, um, and he's just he's just an awesome guy. Which he's starting a new restaurant. I don't know if you saw that. He's yeah, he's given he gave up yeah slapfish and he's uh, starting this new thing down in Huntington Beach. It looks absolutely amazing, and uh, I can't wait for it to open. But um, I'm really trying to dance around this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Okay, okay. Let's let's flip it the other way. What are some of your least favorite things that I, I dabble into? Uh, there's been a few of like particular conspiracies that we know are are bunk um there's some that you know and the paranormal side where you're like you're listening to it and you know i've heard my four-year-old tell more believable stories than what is being told um and the others that just kind of railroad it to you know make it their show and not you know the the, the two way street where it's 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 I mean yeah it's about them as the guests but I you know what I'm talking about though yeah that happens once in a while Greg was on in 2014 Jesus Pete has it seriously been that long yeah holy Cat, crap Cat, Cat Ward asked how long you've been writing notes for me and I said I'm I was trying to figure that out so I started with that information because I figured that might give me a first clue and uh, and the last time you were on. This is Chris's second appearance for the folks out there playing along at home. It was 2017. Wow. Yeah, so that was, what, five years ago? 6 6 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez oh, Louise. So he's been right. He's been right for at least five years because you were doing the notes before that. So Yeah, I was doing the notes before that. And I think, I want to say I was doing it like a couple years before that, too, and we were joking about that. So. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah, I, <laughs> I always try to get people on that are um, helpful and been around just because... You know, like yeah, cat, cat. I ask myself the same question. I don't know how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, he doesn't really have to put up with me. He just has to listen to the show. He doesn't get to deal with me that often. Every once in a while, every once in a while, we'll we'll, we'll exchange text messages, but it's not like he has to deal deal with me, deal with me. Which which is probably why he's dealt with it so long. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, now though, being that we're like on three different time zones here like jim will start texting me at you know what he believes a reasonable hour but i'm getting these text messages at like six in the morning i'm like dude come on man <laughs> well it's not my it's my it's it's your fault because you moved further west i i had it figured out when you were in Ari- or where were you the arizona new mexico was there was only two yeah. hours now there's that third hour which i haven't adjusted to yet right right so <laughs> he, got, he gets he gets the same text messages as you do cat <laughs> Which is why, like I said, if you've ever got a text message from, well, multiple messages, you'll understand why I don't write the show notes. Guy Fieri is re- opening a new brand restaurant at the Capitol Center, where the Capitals in where the Capitals play. Imagine that. Oh, speaking of speaking of food and issue hot button issues, did you see? You probably didn't see. It's big news in this area. It's no longer Heinz Field. It's oh. some insurance company out of Buffalo now. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I guess that'd probably be the same. Like when the Staples Center changed out here, like they're they're changing it to like it's oh crypt- gosh, isn't, it, isn't it crypto? The crypto? Yeah, the crypto center or something yeah. like that. And everybody's just like, no, it, it's the Staples Center. It'll always be <laughs> Staples. Just like just like Free Rivers was always Free Rivers, and the Civic Arena was always the Civic Arena, even though it was the Millen Arena for a while. I don't know. I, I think, I mean, 
at the end of the day, it's a business, so they made a business decision. It's not like we, I mean, we have no control over that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think it would have become so ingrained in, I don't know, the, I don't know what I'm looking for, but it's going to become it's such a part of the landscape and it's known as what have you. Yeah, it's been known that for 20 years. So, I mean, it's kind of like, and, and it was, I mean, Heinz is Pittsburgh, right? I mean, that's where they're right. from. So, I mean, it's kind of, it was a good partnership, but yeah, whatever. And, and like, like you said, it'll be Heinz for most of us for the rest of our lives. And it could be whatever it says on the wall. <laughs> uh, exactly. But the, even their sports teams that, you know, you're, you're watching commentary during a game or whatever, and they'll be talking scores and the commentators will mention the team's old name because it's been, that name for however many years and I won't I won't say names of teams that are in this category but I was watching a particular baseball game and they, they said the so and so and he said it like two or three times and he kind of told me he's like oh the and he said the next the, the new team name and I yeah, can't I'm supposed my, to, my <laughs> I'm supposed to go over and see that baseball team or I want to the the Guardians yeah the, the, there you, you said I, it I, time, I, right? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's ugh. I don't know doesn't fit Cleveland in my opinion no I don't get that. What aspect do of paranormal do I think are readily explainable conventionally? Bigfoot. Ooh. No. <laughs> okay, so with that, I don't know if anybody saw this with Bigfoot. Um, I don't know if anybody is familiar with Coyote Peterson. Um, he's a... I almost want to say like a, a modern day Steve Irwin, this guy, but instead of like just catching stuff, he has himself intentionally bit and stung by various insects and he does wildlife stuff and super cool thing, whatever. He recently put out on Twitter that he found a very large primate skull up in the pack Northwest and that he's been hiding it and he had to sneak it through, you know, all kinds of customs and stuff. I want to say he found it in was it Canada, Northwest Canada. And he had to like sneak it through customs and brought it in. So there might be something to the Bigfoot here, and he's he's not just a oh, he's a lying piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's both sides of that issue well, right, right there. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, I, I, I'll I'll agree to the sense that at least he doesn't have the meat full of freezer in the Bigfoot suit in Georgia. How's that? That is true. There you go. Oh, they admitted the skull being fake. Oh, really? I was oh, that's oh, a bummer. Oh man, this this just 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 took a, a tragic turn right here. Was such what? a good story there for a second. And now I know, and I liked Coyote. I thought he was a cool guy. Yeah, hey, not anymore, you, I guess. Did you see the UFO the other? What was that two weeks three weeks ago on Sunday when all that's over San Diego? I'm calling. Oh, you had to have seen it on the news. It was everywhere. I might have. Yeah, I think they had it like on the news. And, oh, they did. Because um, at the gym, they always have all the different. They have ESPN and all the news channels playing on the TVs there. I think I remember seeing it, but not really paying attention about it and just kind of laughing about it. You're laughing about a UFO setting in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> probably the biggest thing since the Phoenix Lights in this guy is just like, ah, ah, I'll be talking about that in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dig up this interview and remind him he didn't see it and thought it was a joke when <laughs> when his book comes out. We'll, we'll, we'll play the tape back for him. <laughs> this will come back to bite me in the backside later. I can guarantee it. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. It kind of looked weird to me, but I don't think it was anything paranormal. And it, it goes back to me. It was one of those things, and you've said this a million times. In this day of stupid zoom lenses on your smartphone and everybody's got a DSLR, or how can we still get, you know, 160p resolution when it comes to this kind of stuff? Everything's <laughs> shot on security camera. Right? <laughs> Hey, speaking of being shot on security camera, this this got me. The Georgia Guidestones. We I was going to talk about that a couple weeks ago, and then my guest backed out. What do you think? Who blew them up? Um. Well, if we went back and checked the security footage that was in the area, maybe we would know who blew those things up. Well, we got the footage uh, of them blowing up. We don't got the footage of the the people planning the device. And my question with that is, anytime there's an explosive that goes off, especially you know, even take. And I've, I've heard this from friends that have, you know, done, done deployments in, you know, military situations. If they come across an IED or an IED goes off, they send people out there to investigate what the IED was made of, you know, what it could possibly, you know, everything that could manufacture this IED. So why isn't any of this coming up with this uh, Georgia Guidestone thing? 
Yeah, well, so, I, I was kind of fascinated I, they bulldozed them over so quick. Like, it was it, the next afternoon, like, oh, we're done. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, nothing to see here. And I don't know if anybody else saw there was, like, a picture on top of it. There was a giant stain on top of one of them that almost looked like it could have been a blood stain, but I don't I don't know. I'm just asking questions here, folks. Yeah, well, that's why we're here, to keep the pressure on, because as fast as they appeared, they seemed to have disappeared. Well, they've been there for a while. I think they were erected in the 60s. In, 60s, the 60s. Yeah. I know the conspiracy guys did an episode on it. I just I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will correct us in the chat room, I'm sure. And then I seen the meme on uh, Facebook: uh, Dollar General coming soon with the, the crumbled dust. In the <laughs> I'm like, so accurate. That or, or or a spirit Halloween store. Oh boy, why don't they just leave those open year round? Oh really? I think I think there'd be enough business. I mean, people like dressing up. You know, I yeah. Yeah, I, I like, love you know, I, I Halloween. Can see that. I mean, there's there's a lot of us Halloween people out there. There really are, and you know, I'm admittedly the Fourth of July is over. Bring on the pumpkins! I'm ready for it. Oh, oh. I I had to laugh the other day because I was at Michael's because you know, crafting needs, and <laughs> <laughs> and they were putting their back to school stuff up the big sign, you know, over the top. Yeah, the, you know, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about. For, the, for sure, what, what I'm talking to, and. Um, uh, it was before the 4th of July. I said, no, no, you can't put that up until after the 4th of July. It's not back to school. Like, you got to wait a couple more days. Yeah, that's what Target was the same thing. It was like, I think it was, it was like the 1st of July. I had run to Target to grab some things. And the whole back section was all back to school. I'm like, come on. We haven't even blown stuff up yet. And we're already <laughs> getting our backpacks filled. I mean, what's yeah. going on? Come on, man. How do we know if we need pencils if we, have, we still have all our fingers? <laughs> right? Oh, that's bad. <laughs> You bring it out in me, these bad jokes. Of course, it will. I don't know. The one in the chat room was probably better. Worse. Worse earlier. Badder. Jeez, oh, Pete. Some English teacher's ready to crawl through the screen and uh, grab me here. Making up words all night long. It's funny, as I just saw, like, it scrolled just enough. I just saw the word flatulence coming from uh, <laughs> Germantown Runner. I'm like, what? what is going on in the chat here? But... <laughs> Well, that's the fun thing, right? You, you, you look away for a second, then you see a bunch of messages that just kind of, yeah. Question for me. Let's turn to disclosure or extraterrestrials. Do you believe that we are in the midst of disclosure? You almost kind of think that we're almost there. You you know, you've got the, you got the Navy throwing out all that footage of, you know, uh, the F-18 crew that was chasing, you know, UFOs. You got the stuff in San Diego. Um I feel like they're 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 drip feeding us little by little, and there's going to be one day just oh yeah by the way yeah that that's been happening for seventy years now. Uh, next topic. So yeah, I don't you know if we'll ever get to the bottom of it. They'll just keep dripping it out, and everybody's I think everybody's kind of already at the point where yeah aliens yeah we got them. I think it'll be, it'll be one of those things like you know the Mandela whole, effect is almost Mandela effect, or even they'll just do it in such a nonchalant way that nobody will even notice. Like, you know, like take the the MLK assassination. They more or less admitted because they settled out of court. You know, his family sued the U.S. government, you know, in a civil court saying that, yeah, you guys assassinated our, you know, our father, our husband. And they just kind of settled it. Yeah, yeah, we kind of did that. And it was a quick blurb, and then it was gone. And I, I feel like this is going to be the exact same thing. Like, oh yeah, aliens, yeah, whatever. Um, stock market is crashing again. Look at this over here, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, me and Germantown Runner always talk about the Friday afternoon news dump. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and that'll be what it'll be. It'll be uh, right before a holiday weekend. It'll be uh, yeah. And by Monday, by Tuesday when we come back, it'll be something else. Something, something brand new. Kim Kardashian will break the internet again. She's married an alien. There we go. <laughs> Is an alien? No. <laughs> oh, that's how we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, that's gonna get me in trouble too, isn't it? We could. Hey, we could mention her in the notes, though. Hey, we could. You know, some drive start, up quick. Start that fear. Start that theory. Um, work. Man, I was just you know I was just sitting here thinking, boy, that you know, five she years since it. five years since you've been on. That's crazy. And a lot has happened in that five years, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, you've moved, what, seven or eight times? No, no that, <laughs> that's about right. You know, I'm not going to lie there. <laughs> no, it's good, though. It's um, No, it's been, I don't know. I don't know if it's been fun for you, but obviously it's been fun for me to kind of run this rainbow for the last few years. And You know, it really has because it's been so 
just different. You know, you've got we've we've been all over the board. You know, we've literally been all over the board. Every I feel like every possible topic that we could have covered, we have. Um, you know, and there's there's been we've got the you know the hardcore crew that's been with us through the thick and thin. And I mean, you guys know who you are. I don't even have to call out the names. I think we all know who you guys are out there. Um, and it's just been it's been a wild ride. You know, like stuff with you know other companies coming in and going, and you know <laughs> the the headaches with some of the people flaking on you, and just like I mean, we were talking about that earlier, and uh, just yeah, everything. But it's been fun. You know, it's been a wild ride. It's, you know, like I think I've mentioned this before. You know, you've you've driven me down some rabbit holes that I never ever imagined thought I'd ever find myself. And yet here we are. But then at the same time, you've met some awesome people and like, I've got a book from, you know, like Andrew girl, I keep hitting the stupid mics. It's not normally where I keep it. Um, you know, like I, 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 Andrew girl personally sent me books that he thought were really great. And he sent them straight to me and like, Hey, these are a great read, you know, and stuff like that, which is just, which is super awesome. So, uh, so we'll we'll ask Jeremy Towns our question here in a second, but I, I I'm always fascinated by like a few weeks ago we had that the CEO of the call center on right oh yeah and I I pull that name up and I go man this is either going to be really good or well it's it's either way that's good right when it, when the show goes really good or it goes laughably bad but we haven't had any news laughably bad in quite a while we haven't it really has been a while and there's and there's always the ones you think are oh this would be an awesome show. And then it's you're you're getting a spoon and digging your brain through your eye socket through it, you know. <laughs> okay, so where the heck were you born? I, oh wait, I kind of butchered that question. Where were you born? Where have you lived? And why the heck are you still in California? I asked myself <laughs> that same question. Um, where was I born? I was born, oddly enough, in Little Rock, Arkansas. My dad was uh, in the Air Force. We kind of bounced around quite a bit. Uh, where all of I lived, I've lived in Arkansas. I used to, oh, oh, here's, I guess, another question for you on that one, something people may not know. I, for the longest time, had a thick southern drawl, but as I've gotten older, it's disappeared. But every once in a while, if I get tired, um, it kind of comes out, or if some certain type of beverages have entered me every once in a while, it'll it'll come out too. Um, see, where else have I lived? I've lived in Florida, I've lived in Arkansas, uh, New Mexico, couple places in new mexico arizona here in california why am i still here in california work uh the weather's great beaches and that's about it the rest is a complete dumpster fire so um <laughs> yeah there's not many places you can surf no no not really yeah <laughs> i mean lake lake erie doesn't have the great surf from what i understand probably cold i imagine it'd be cold water all the time yeah plus the plus the waste and plus the ice half the year no <laughs> <laughs> kind of slims down those chances of when you could walk to Canada because the ice is for oh (laughs) (laughs) how's the water supply out there not good not good at all Um, well I mean according to the news so you got to take that with a grain of salt Uh, they keep telling us they've been warning us for I would say years now that we're one day we're going to completely dry up we still keep managing finding water I know we're pilfering from the Colorado River pretty badly and they hate us for it but um you know it's it's rough and we've also been really dry which sucks because then fire season kicks off and that's that's never a good time either yeah so that gets when when you're dry and hot bad things start to happen out there uh, yeah are people leaving for that reason um there's a you know we've are you doing exit, exit polling on the people? <laughs> yeah, there's. Well, I know. I, I know quite a few people that have that have left and are in the process of leaving. And everybody's going to um, Tennessee. I know. I feel like everybody I know is either moving to Tennessee or Texas. Which, no offense, I I've lived right on the border of Texas at one point. I would never live in Texas. Um, sorry if you. If, sorry, Jim. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. Um, I'm not from yeah, Texas. You're not offending me. It's just so, me and you. Yeah. anybody else that's out there that is just completely turned off and won't listen or yeah whatever um but yeah i know a lot of people are are bailing for numerous reasons i mean the housing market there's no i mean it's probably no surprise that it's ridiculous i mean heck i'm paying well our gas is down it's been down for the last two weeks so i you know i'll take that but you know before 
we're at six fifty nine. Some places up well past seven dollars a gallon. Um, but I know I know Cat up there up in the Great White North is experiencing kind of the same thing. They're pretty ugly up there too. So I guess I can't complain too loudly. But you just did. <laughs> but I did. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm fascinated by Tennessee. I mean, I, I you know Texas. Oh, this is a bad pun. Seems like a hot spot. Uh, bad pun today because everybody's sweating. <laughs> right. But uh, Tennessee kind of fascinates me. But I get it. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I'm not sure what exactly the you know the draw is. I mean, Tennessee's gorgeous. I've been through Tennessee. I you know I have no complaints to it. I you know I love uh, you know those like real rolling green mountains. I think are fantastic out there. But I don't get why everybody is running to Tennessee. Like I, I don't understand. It's it, literally a question I'm just just asking. Maybe it's all the country music. It could be. I mean, Nashville is out there. I mean, what else, what else does? <laughs> Want to be Tennessee? Fo- said, it's not Tennessee Do- football. No, Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got two states down, and we've got another forty-eight to go. And we've got ten minutes left. How can we? <laughs> what else can we burn? Uh, let's burn Ohio because they copyrighted the for the Ohio State University. Ah, there you go. I probably shouldn't burn that one because my Evergreen's based in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> 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 no, that, that's kind of a low blow, though. Copyrighting the right for your or trademarking whatever when they did for that. That's kind of yeah. I don't know. I mean, every, everything's about the bottom line, so I get it. And everybody's gonna do what they can to make, make that money. bottom line. Yep. Um, as the motorcycles rum, rumble by, it seems like they've been running back up one that way and down the other all day. Because you know. What better things do you have to do? <laughs> of course, right? Probably not the same people. I just think, I'm just imagining is. I, I, I'm always fascinated when people go by riding a motorcycle without a helmet on. I don't, I, I, I just don't, don't understand that at all. Or no, no helmet and shorts. I don't. Yeah, right. I don't get that. I mean, if it goes bad, I mean, I hope it goes bad enough for you, right? I guess that's that's horrible to say, but if right. it, I mean, if it goes, I mean, there's that window there where it could be just really, really bad for you, not horrible. And that, that, that scares me for you, where you're kind of, because right. you made a bad decision, it becomes your loved one's consequence for the next 20 years because you thought it would be cool and not wear a helmet. Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Uh, where, how did I learn to surf? Um, I started by taking a lesson one time. It was, you know what, funny story, the, the trip that I came out to, I was living in Arizona, it was the day before... I left on the trip. I actually recorded the interview with you, Jim. And then my wife and I left on vacation. Funny thing. Um, it was the first time I tried surfing. It was in Huntington Beach and loved it. Um, I'm terrible at it, but I really enjoy it. Where do I go? It, it depends. Uh, a couple of different places. Oh, obviously the ocean. Come on. Yeah. Um, I tried the dunes. It just didn't quite work out. Um, I like I like Huntington. I like Newport. Um, I stay away from certain areas like the Wedge and stuff because – one, the waves are huge out there, and two, there's a lot of like you know that whole locals only and turf type stuff, and I'm just I'm just some kook that's out there just trying to have fun. So, no, that's that's the key though. I mean, we're all bad at something. That, well, I don't want to say we all, but we're all bad at something that we still do just because we like it, right? Yep. I mean, this show for me. I mean, we're bad at it, but we keep showing. Up. <laughs> <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. Nobody's paid us to go away yet. Not yet. Maybe they will. Maybe that'll be the big payoff. Like you're just, yeah. just stop. Just, just take stop. the money. Just stop. You're sucking too much bandwidth. Go away. <laughs> uh, have you ever witnessed a Sharknado? Uh oh. I saw two and three. I think there's a fourth one out there. I haven't watched it yet, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is something. There is something about those movies, though. The Sharknados and. Uh, well, that takes us back to Bill O'Brien, you know, the Lincoln versus, uh, what was that, um, Zombies. Zombies, yep. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's something for those. Uh, we, we were talking a few weeks ago about uh, will Hollywood ever get back to the making their own movies, but there's plenty of those. I love them. They're bad horror movies. But uh, as they're, for, ba- they're so bad they're good, I guess. I don't want to... Uh, uh, yeah, totally. Anyway. But as for a real one, um, surfing, no... Uh, out like fishing and stuff yes i have um i have had a dolphin experience while surfing that was kind of uh 
It was scary at first because I thought it might have been a shark. I just see the water churning <laughs> and then a fin pop up and then like two more fins came up and there was dolphins like maybe 20 feet off them. I had a tickle in my throat all of a sudden off the <laughs> nose of my board, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I was going to say, that's got to gotta be kind of an eye-opener when you're kind of um, out there playing around on the water and some, something gets you or gets close enough to you get, get your attention. Yeah, it was all of a sudden you start, I was out there, there was like no waves, I was just kind of laying out on the board. Water starts churning up, and I'm going, ah, crap, ah, crap, ah, crap. And then you see kind of the fin, and then it goes back down, and then two more popped up. I was like, oh, those are dolphins, I'm good. And it was, But there was that terrifying 30 seconds there of, what is what is what is happening here? <laughs> so I, I prob- I've asked I ask you this multiple times a year, but I'm going to put you on the spot now. We're going to put it on the record. Um, who should I go out and get? Who should be the next get? He's choking on his microphone cord again. He's got it muted now, so we can't hear him talk. <laughs> I'm back now. Um, <laughs> who should you get back? Um. Or Bring back get... Jesse Ventura. Oh, I'd, sorry, to, I'd love you. to, man. But it's like sending smoke signals to get him sometimes. He lives half the year in Mexico, and he's not an easy cat to get a hold of. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Or um, maybe a little easier one. I, I've actually thought about bringing this up to you. Um, he does another uh, another podcast. He might be fun to have on here. Is Isaac Weishaupt. He does uh, conspiracy theories and unpopular culture. and He's, oh, okay. he's a fun one. I've seen the name floating around. Okay, so you mentioned it earlier. I'm going to give you a chance to promote the band, and you can mention Habit again because that's a good thing to do. <laughs> Since we kind of, I didn't trash them earlier. Uh, I made fun of burgers that don't look like the pictures, but you you came to the defense. So, but go ahead. Yeah. No. No. Totally. Um. Uh. Yeah. You can. We're, we're the band is uh, Inheritance. You can find us at Inherited Sounds. Uh, we're on basically. Inter- Every streaming platform, Apple, Spotify, you name it. Uh, give us, you know, check it out. Find us on YouTube. Um, and yeah, uh, we're on Instagram too. So we're on Instagram is Inheritance Sound and then just Inheritance everywhere else. Uh, we'll see if I can run through these real fast. Favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Dream Car, either a 1967 Pontiac GTO or a Koenigsegg Gera. Um, boxers of Briefs. I'm uh, a boxer guy. What else we got? Favorite cereal? Did you get cereal in there? Yeah, I, I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay. Favorite, favorite, favorite uh, <laughs> cable ghost hunting show? Cable ghost hunting show. I haven't watched a lot of ca- I haven't watched in a long time, um, but I've been watching The Haunted Side on YouTube. I think those guys are awesome. There you go. Uh, spiced Rum? Uh, yes, I love Sailor Cherries. <laughs> so, no, I, I was... Mick, Bugs or Mickey Mouse? Oh, I think... You just got cut. No, we're good. Oh, you're, you're, oh, there you are. Bugs or okay. Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I, I, you know, I live, I write next to Anaheim. I am a huge Disney junkie. I know all the evil stuff, but definitely Mickey Mouse for sure. Well, we're going to wake Walt Disney up one of these days, right? I hope so. Just for fun. No, not the sailor. Kraken's pretty good too. I don't know if you, maybe that's what you're going for. I've had Kraken before. It's pretty good. Yeah, what was it? Oh, um, I got we normally, we normally, yeah, that they probably <laughs> caught up to where we were a second ago. Uh, <laughs> we normally ask favorite breakfast around here. Oh. End of show, you know that. You've been listening favorite breakfast at waffles. I'm a, or even chicken and waffles. I'll chicken like and waffles. Uh oh. I don't know, but that's what I might. Well, you know, God, this is gonna be bad. Oh, throw another company under the bus. IHOP. One time, I went there and my chicken was raw and my waffle was undercooked. And I sent it back. Oh, no. And I sent it back, and it came back worse, which is hard to believe when you had raw chicken to start with. Oh, that sucks. Or, I just, <laughs> or even uh, when we were in Colorado, we went to this place. It was uh, near the hotel that we were staying at. And um, it was it, like it was like the big area to go to, and we went and tried it, and they had chicken waffles on the menu, and it sucked. Like, um, they, I don't know, the waffle was bland. There was no flavor in the chicken. I'm like, this, this is the worst. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst. This can't be good. Well, Chris, hey, it's been fun. We got twenty seconds left. I got to pay attention because German Town oh, wow. is going to want me to hit the post, and I'm going to have to do this. So, uh, thanks, thanks for everything you do, man. And uh, thanks for thanks Las for being Vegas. a friend of the show and favorite of Las course. Vegas entertainment. 
Come on. Uh, Vegas Entertainer. Thank you for Take joining us. It's been a good show tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Take a few moments, subscribe, share, all the fun stuff. You know how to do it. I don't have to tell you. Just uh, be ready for next week. It'll be sooner than you think. Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist Podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes. Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes. Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes... Yes! Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast.